Hi, my name is Alex. And I'm Jason. And you're listening to... Uh, what was this called again? Far From Home. A podcast about two Asian Canadians who moved pretty far from home. Woo! Alright. Uh, how you been? Let's not get into that. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, good, uh, good. That's what under... everyone's supposed to say. I've been good. You? Yeah, I've been great as well. Yeah. Okay, so there are some embargoed topics at the moment that Uh-oh. you shall not go into. Understood? Okay. Okay. Understood. So let's fill it with surface talk. Oh, yeah, true. I have this written out. Random segment. I got stopped by the police recently. Did I tell you this? What? I didn't tell you this, no, right? You, no, you didn't tell me this. But Alex, <laughs> you... You don't look like someone who would get stopped by the police. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, Why? Was it the earrings? So, what the heck? I don't have like a gang tattoo like, on like my who, chest. Who's this that punk I... with the, the earrings? So, on Valentine's Day, right? Uh-oh. I was watching a movie with my girlfriend, just... Uh, video calling together and I was wearing like a full okay this sounds really dumb and like hopeless romantic but I was wearing like a like a formal suit <laughs> and stuff for like Valentine's Day shit. and that's, then that's cute that's cute I, I I'm just trying to draw the the scene right so I'm in this like formal suit I'm watching like a movie with my girlfriend and then this and then my doorbell rings and I'm like what the fuck I answer it and this is this is like 10 30 p.m I'll have you know okay and they're no like one, they're like sir you tested positive for a PCR test in Vancouver. No, oh my the god! Country. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Close the door. No, no, no. So, so I open the door and it's this like old dude. Okay. And the thing is, like, he he opened my gate because in Singapore it's a gate and then it's your locked door. Okay. And he opened my gate, which is you usually don't do that if you're just like yeah. gonna talk to someone. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, oh, sorry, wrong, wrong house. And I was like, that was really weird. And then the next day, I come back from work, right? Mm-hmm. The day after, and my neighbor stops me, and she's like, "Yo, that is. Do, do you know this? That, that there's an old guy that was just mm. lurking around our block." And I was like, "What, really?" And he's like, "Yeah, he was at your door during, while you were at work at, around like two, three p.m., and he just kept ringing your doorbell." And I was like, "What?" Like the guy oh. was literally. At my place, just ringing the doorbell for like half an hour. Oh crap, that's scary. Yeah, and the neighbor was like looking over and like checking up on him, like because like, yeah, I don't, I don't know a lot of old people. Yeah. Okay. And then the next day, I'm about to go to work. It's like 10 a.m. I'm about to miss my bus, and there's like two cops and the same old dude at my door. Oh. And then I'm just like, oh my god, dude, I'm about to miss my bus. I'm gonna miss yeah. breakfast for this. Uh oh. And so they stop me and they're like, hey, dude. Do you know this guy? And I'm like, I've never seen this I, man. <laughs> he's he's knocked on my door at 10:30 p.m., but that's about it. Okay. And then and then they 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 asked me some questions, like took down my ID and stuff, and yeah, that was my first run in. Oh. With the popo. Wait, so in Singapore. what what happened? Like that man took the police to your room and was like, no no no. As in, I think he was on my floor again, and then someone else called the cops. Oh, and they're like, I was like, hey, there's an old guy that doesn't live here or, uh, again. Yeah, and is like ringing people's doorbell or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but huh? Yeah, I think the guy was just kind of like out of it, like dementia. Okay. Kind of, kind of uh, out of it. So, okay. yeah. I mean, I started locking my gate. Okay. Because <laughs> that's it's kind of weird. 
Yeah, that's okay. That's very different than being stopped by the police, which is what I thought this story was. It's clickbait, okay? Oh it's clickbait. God, no, that's not but, even the title. What are you doing? I know, but yeah. Um, okay, okay. What was I gonna say? Yeah, it, it it's made me lock my door a lot more than normal. Oh, interesting. Because usually, if I go downstairs to like get lunch, or if I know I'm gonna be out for maybe like less than twenty minutes, yeah, I won't lock my door. Yeah, me neither. I don't lock my but door. now there's this old dude going around my block. Oh. Open up gates and then trying to know, get in. Trying to get in. I don't know. Could be that. That is yeah. Uh. Home invasion. I need a shotgun. <laughs> oh my god! That's Shout out to quickly. my. Um, no I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, okay. That that reminds yeah, me of uh, mm-hmm. my friend at his apartment. His neighbor or someone. He was walking home once and it had a note on the door, and the note said like, "My friend gave me these." high quality strawberries and left them outside my door i saw you on the camera steal them and take them to your room return them to me right now and then he comes by the next day and there's another sticky note and it says the strawberries are still not returned if you do not return them by today i'm calling the management company and telling them this is inside the condominium yeah yeah inside like and then like every day there's like a new sticky note and then I, think- I have your daughter. <laughs> if you don't return the strawberries, I cannot guarantee her safety. Yes, that was the most recent one. Yes. Yeah. Now, the most recent one was blood. like, I've contacted the police. It is now in their hands or something like You're on every list. Something crazy like that. Jeez, that's that's intense. Yeah. Anyways, how do we dig ourselves out of this hole? Anyways, yeah. Well, we can just get started with this topic, right? Okay. All right. So, I was hanging out with some expat friends, as expats do, you know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I made that sound really weird. <laughs> and then, and then we were just talking about um how long we were gonna stay in Singapore, mm. and. My friend, he kind of shit on Singapore. <gasps> but and he I kind of took offense. That I know, yeah. So I was like, "Oh, how how long do you want to live in Singapore?" And so I answered, uh, "I don't know, probably probably a while." And and after Singapore, I'll move back to Canada and stuff. And he's like, "That's it. That's the end of your expat life." Like, <laughs> gee, okay. Do you want to live at a? And then what did he say? He he said, "I'm paraphrasing, right?" But he was just like, "Yeah, you you don't want to try living somewhere else like Singapore." It's it it doesn't like compare to um it doesn't even come close to the other expat countries like Hong Kong and London. Oh. And then I was so taken aback. Oh. I hope this person doesn't listen. I did give him the podcast, but Okay. I don't know, it's a subjective thing. Okay. If if he feels that way, then yeah, that's fine. But I took that personally. Uh oh. He shat on my expat experience. Uh oh. What are you gonna Um, do? Take his daughter? (laughs) <laughs> take a strawberry is even worse <laughs> um yeah but it really it really got me thinking because he and i live pretty different lives okay. i would say he's much more of an extrovert and stuff okay. so maybe the values that we share or the the values that we have are not shared mm. and so what he thinks is a nice expat country doesn't mm. necessarily mean that i think it's a nice expat country and vice versa um yeah, what am interesting. I interesting? So it just got me thinking. So yeah, do you feel bad? You 
Do you feel bad you picked a B tier? I don't know. Do you feel bad that you picked a F tier <laughs> expat city? Because <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, if you, it's interesting because in Tokyo or in Japan, there's so few foreigners. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because on one end, you're forced to kind of assimilate with the local culture and the local neighborhoods and stuff. And on the other hand, in Singapore, it's really easy to just hang out with other expats. Yeah, right? and live a life of a dirty colonialist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's not even, oh, I hang out with expats all the time. It's, I have a friend group that's called the Canadians in SG. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's it's quite literally common. just that's quite other common. Canadians. It's common, but in the same, in that same sense, I'm just like, I went to a different country to hang out with Canadians. <laughs> Lame. Hello? Like, yeah, this is arguably not value for my time. Okay. Right? Okay. So well, I think like to dive into this. Okay. Oh, I think two things really matter. Like okay. one is the reason that you moved the, to the country in the first place. Mm. And then secondly is like your expectations of what you're hoping to get out of being in that country. Like yeah. for some people, for some, I think for like true expats, quote unquote expats, usually like they're working at the head office or another office of a company. And then the company yeah. sends them like against their will. They're forced to. They're forced to move to like another country and given like a fancy expat package and and then they meet someone and then they stay there forever and that's <laughs> what the storyline to every like no chick no, flick. no they usually have families already and the families move oh. and it's disruptive to the kids and they go to international oh. school and that's sort they get of their strawberries taken <laughs> yes that is the like stereotypical expat life it's like this very fancy quote-unquote fancy lifestyle where you don't really have a choice in the matter yeah. Wouldn't want to be put into Tokyo, right? Am I right? As an expat? I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I could see it being pretty rough, especially if you have zero Japanese skills. Yeah, I just I just imagine those expats that are like extremely non-Asian and they get put into like some B-tier city in China that <gasps> where, where where like the majority doesn't speak English. Yeah, right? like you're getting where it's sent really to, hard to get by. Like Ningbo and Yeah, or like good getting luck. sent to like Shizuoka or something. <gasps> oh, that's, a, no. that's a smaller city, right? I actually don't know. It's relatively small. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think we've we've kind of talked about this where we find that if you're going to live in a different country, you should try to assimilate a bit and get to know the, the locals. Like, get yeah, to know yeah, people yeah. that were born and raised in whatever country you're in and kind of learn about the culture and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, we say that because I think that's sort of part of our goals and what we want to get out of being in the country. I think yeah. for the people, especially the ones who had no say in the matter, yeah, they're just like, just get me through these two, three years. And, <laughs> and then get give me, me the out. promotion. <laughs> yeah, get me that promotion and get me out sort of thing is yeah. how they sort of see it, I think. So I can get to see how not everyone has that, has our worldly perspective oh my god <laughs> what's what's funny is like as i was like 
if I think back on when I was brainstorming about this idea and, and, and these thoughts, okay. I was literally at the grocery store and I was like, what kind of granola do they have in Singapore? And I just stood in the in the grocery store about like thinking about this. And I'm like, I'm living a pretty relaxed life. Like, like okay. I live a modest life, I would say. Okay. Because I can just imagine certain friends, like um, certain friends out there would, I don't know, go to a club on Saturday nights, every Saturday night, and that would be their like weekend experience. Yeah, that's the life. I'm shopping for granola and, and the- <laughs> watching anime. Yeah, <laughs> kind of doing somewhat similar things I would do in Canada. It's like it's like this meme I saw. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I was lonely and depressed. So everyone told me to move abroad. Now I'm in Japan and I'm lonely and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Minus but, the two things. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I don't know. Do, do you feel like you're making good use of your expat time? Like... What, so so going back to what you said, right? Uh, mm-hmm. What what did you want to accomplish in Japan? Like, what did you set out to do? Or maybe you didn't set out to do anything, which is fine as well. Sometimes you're just in it for the experience. Maybe I was just lost in life and wandered into here. No, probably not. Um, well, yeah, Japan's real far from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Took one wrong turn, and then here I was. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I would say that one, like, I'm probably not anything close to these, like, most expats because I came here. One, You're not different. E- not even to work. I'm different. Yeah. I didn't even come here to work, for one thing. I came here, first it was for school. So I was, I was actually an exchange student. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then I just so happened okay. to stay for work. Um, and... The other thing is, I didn't come here, yeah, to like chase a career or anything. We've already talked about this. If you're if you're a very career driven individual, do not go to Japan. That's my <laughs> beach your city. <laughs> what? <laughs> that that is like one piece of advice I would give. Um, yeah. So I think like my motivations were different. It was you know to find yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. really, yeah, it was. Um, discover yourself okay okay you could stop now yeah you're not like yeah and i think that just living here every day i sort of accomplish that and get a bit more oh out of it yeah you 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 take a little step every single day but is there an end goal where you're like okay that's 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 it i'm good and then you move back I don't really see that. No, I I don't even see myself moving back at this point. Actually, ooh, so yeah. I see. At least right now, so okay, that's how it is. And yourself, why did you move? I would. I just wanted to like find myself. No, you are you. I know. That's that's a lie. Get out of here. <laughs> I it's, came here for it's one tax word savings. It's five letters long. <laughs> this is like the Daily Wordle. It begins with an M. <laughs> Ends with a honey. <laughs> um, I mean, I I don't think money was the primary thing. Oh, like to an oh. extent, I would say 
I shared a similar feeling about with, with uh, like as you. Oh, I didn't where, know this. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I, oh. I moved to Asia because I wanted to move to Asia. The the tax savings was just you know nice bonus you know <laughs> nice to say that nice to be able to say that <laughs> yeah um but yeah i always wanted to try living in asia and, and seeing how it was okay and singapore is yeah it's a good it's it's like if you're really into tech and like emerging tech maybe you should go to china but you need to learn mandarin to 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 really get that experience which i don't have enough motivation for so mm. singapore Get to speak English, get to hang out, um, yeah, and and like I said earlier, I just I'm taking taking it day by day. I'm not I'm not running to 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 every new experience that I I take notice of. Right. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So yeah, and then I not to not to be mean to like my Canadian friends, but I've been like low key ghosting my expat expat groups. Oh. Why? Because they've been like, oh, you want to hang out? And I'm just like, eh, I'm okay. Oh. I would Why is that? rather... Is Alex becoming a recluse? Yes. I was sad and depressed. What was it? <laughs> and then I moved to Singapore, and then I was In Singapore, sad and depressed. depressed. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I would rather hang out with other people. Oh, as in, okay, okay. Yeah, because even hanging out with expats from different countries... Yeah the experience is more enjoyable because the people are more different. Right? Oh, okay. So hanging out with everyone from the same country is just like, sort of feels like yeah. a waste. It's it's always nice to be able to relate to people. It's yeah. like, oh, you went to school XYZ. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah, yeah. 10KM from that and yeah. I went to ABC. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, but, no. Like I, I, I can see that. Like I, I wouldn't want to hang out with a bunch of people from the same city that I'm from. Like that's exactly that's not what I came here to do. I came here to get away from all that. Okay. Oh God, (laughs) it comes out the real reason you're running away. Yes, it wasn't a wrong turn. (laughs) Hmm. But what what about you? Like in Japan, Mm -hmm. do you think expats? I feel like expats go either one way or the other way, right? They like go really into staying as an expat. Mm. And then the other way is like they go really into, I don't know, they marry a Japanese girl and then mm. they like, I don't know, do other stuff. Do, Whoa, do you why, think you're... Why, why'd you just imply all expats are men, huh? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. Um, but yeah, do you do you have a balance or do you lean more towards one end? Oh, like where do I see myself on these two, the spectrum? Yeah. Well, I think just by the fact that I'm not like someone just sent here for work. I'm sort of in the middle of both. And like mm. so are all my friends actually, which makes everyone pretty enjoyable to hang out with. Mm. Like everyone, everyone's Japanese, but a little different. And they have a special quirk. Yeah. Like, you know, like an eye twitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so so like we 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 don't really fit into either bucket of like the people who are completely isolated from Japan or the people who dive in and refuse to speak English or anything. So, uh, as in all of you have like a half local identity yeah. from purely from being Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Or even like the Japanese people generally have like some sort of 
international experience, lived abroad, something mm. like that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It is cool. You you jealous? Eh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to compensate for something? <laughs> I I feel like because because so many people I know are purely from work. Mm. It actually makes a huge difference at like to to be at a certain company versus another company mm. because my previous company had had a lot of expats in the engineering department Mm. and so i joined the team and i was like oh i can't wait to like have someone recommend me their favorite nasi lamak place Mm. right but then i go there and then it's like oh here's six other expats and alex and i'm just like huh it's it's cool learning about everyone's uh I don't know, experience, but we didn't have a single Singaporean on our team for oh, a year and a half. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the uh, Department of Labor wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but then at my new company, um, yeah, most of my team is Singaporean and it's super cool. It's it's stupid because like I, I, I love asking them random, super random questions, right? Okay. I, I would ask like... Um, Why don't you guys um, speak properly? <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Suddenly there's like a mob after you. Someone ringing my uh, doorbell. <laughs> yeah, just stuff like um like secondary schools in Singapore yeah. are huge. Yeah. They like have there fun- can be 600 students for one grade. Oh wow, that's pretty big. <laughs> it's insane. So I guess cuz so it's, it's a dense country. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll have like secondary schools where there's literally eight towers oh wow that's true that's yeah. true too yeah vertical like, schools literally my friend to, to to paint a picture she was like yeah the entrance to the main uh main like office was at one bus stop and then it, it was still the same school two more bus stops down oh my so it spanned god three bus stops <laughs> which is pretty insane yeah and then i don't know like talking about different experiences growing up it's always it's always interesting and that's i feel like that's why i came to singapore oh to learn about the locals yeah mm. yeah and so in that sense i i didn't really agree with my friend um oh, okay i don't think i was living at a subpar expat country um because i didn't i haven't even gone to a club in <gasps> singapore really i mean near did i yeah, I mean, because because there was only about six, seven months of non-COVID, and then COVID hit, and clubs have never been the same since. <laughs> yeah, why haven't you gone to a club? Wait, what? Why haven't I? Yeah, I've been a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said you haven't. No, I just, I just haven't talked about it much. Oh, I see. Yeah, new episode? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Far from home club edition. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, um huh. I don't think I don't yeah, I don't think Singapore is a subpar experience. Maybe maybe for those expats who are like thrill seeking and they want, I don't know, like the full the full like dirty Asia experience or like Oh like going to Thailand and just going on crazy shit. And- yeah, I, I guess like full moon party, that sort of thing. That's yeah. what they're thinking of. And in comparison, Singapore is quite tame. So maybe that's what they mean. But 
don't know. It all depends what you want to do in life. Yeah, I had one expat friend that was like, oh, I went to I went to Vietnam. It was so fun. I like shot rocket launchers. <laughs> and then I was like, what Rick? the fuck? He was like, yeah, so fun, dude. And then I was like, it's cool, but that's I. I uh, yeah, I'm OK. I don't need to fire a rocket launcher. Like I'd be much more scared of it self. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't really want to be close to any rocket launchers. I, f- I feel like those are the type of people who give expats like a bad name too. Just like, <laughs> like I've, I've been around some groups of expats who are just like super obnoxious, have like yeah. zero interest in actually like the countries that they live in. They just like shit on everything and complain about everything. And then you ask them why they moved there in the first place. And they're like, uh, but the women were cute. And I was like, what the <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god. Get the fuck out of here. You're totally not shitting on one type of person from one re- from one region. Well, well, maybe they were from France, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's that's true. It was actually much worse what they said, but I won't I won't say that on this podcast. Oh, spicy. Anyways. Yeah, I definitely don't subscribe to that. Yeah. Yeah. Thought, I'm just like thought. get out of here. Like you don't belong in this country. Is my thought. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I'm calling the rules now. I'm I'm deciding Ooh. who gets to stay or not. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Best part of living in Singapore. Best part of living in Singapore. Uh <laughs> the girls, right? Okay, <laughs> I have a girlfriend in Canada. Uh, um. Okay. I think it's super cool that it's a bit of a melting pot in Singapore. Quite okay. similar what? to Canada in that <gasps> regard. It's no where- different. Yeah, that's true. But also, but I get to be the majority race. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. feels just good. No, oh God, it's yeah, it's Beep. fine. <laughs> okay, I mean, when I was in Canada, it didn't really feel that different. Like I realized how little it mattered to me. Oh, really? Interesting. At least, yeah. I don't know about other people, but I felt like I fit in just fine. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a melting pot, and so. Um, everyone's experience is a little bit different. That's a really mm. interesting thing because if you're in Toronto, let's say you grew up in the suburbs, like like mm. in Markham, that suburb experience is so different from someone that grew up in like Brampton, which is like West Side or or wherever Brampton is. Is I it that different? Brampton is. Aren't there just more brown people? I mean, arguably, yeah. I that's that's kind of the parallel I was drawing. <laughs> Instead but... of dim sum, we ate curry. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, like their their experience is different because the people around them were okay. looked different. Okay, and yes, yes. you might I compare that. that to someone from downtown Toronto, where yeah, I don't know, like things are a bit more lively. There's people are a bit more out there. I don't know protests. Yeah, Canada's looking kind of yikes right now with the protests. Uh oh. But yeah, let's not get into it. Um. So, yeah, so I think it's really cool that like um, everyone's experience in Singapore is a little different. In the same sense as Canada. Yes. So, like if you grew yes. up on the west side of the island, you sort yeah. of have a different childhood than someone in the middle or the east. Yeah. And then I started I started learning about, um, they call it SAPs, SAP schools. And it's basically like a, 
like a low-key like Chin- Chinese supremacist <gasps> school. Okay, take that with a grain of salt. I'm sorry if there are locals listening, but it's basically a school that is mostly Chinese people. It's basically a isn't like um, every school mostly Chinese people. Isn't the country I mean, mostly yes, Chinese but, people? But but these schools are specifically to uphold more of the culture of oh, Chinese people. The Confucius so, values. Okay, no. Like, <laughs> I don't what know. I mean is like um <laughs> Do you like carry water to your oh desk every day? <laughs> Everyone just drinks tea. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in um, a decent amount of the classes were taught in Chinese. Oh, okay. And then, okay. and then, because in Singapore you have to learn English in another language. If you yeah. want to learn Tamil or Malay, which are both official languages of Singapore, yeah, you would almost have to go to a different area of the school. Yeah, 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 they separate the kids to based on which second language they learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, but like, this is like the f- like, like the remote side of the school. Like they send them to the basement. Like, like imagine there's like I don't know ten different cohorts learning Chinese, and then there's like half a cohort yeah. learning Malay and Tamil. Yeah, and so it's it's not segregated, but Chinese, and it's hard for non-Chinese people to get into the school. Oh, that sounds yeah. kind of racist. It's kind of racist. Apparently, like Singapore is moving away from this, but I found <laughs> okay. this like super fascinating. Okay. Okay. And then um apparently like if you if you're talking about secondary schools, like two out of the five top ones are SAP schools. Oh, okay. And so it's yeah, it gives a decent amount of an advantage if you're Chinese and yeah, switches things up. I don't know, like something super, super local like that. Like I, w- I wouldn't know that if I just spoke to Canadians every mm. single day while I was in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's the end of my rant. What's okay? What's good about Japan? About Tokyo? The best thing about the country? The best thing about Japan? I would have to say the girls. No, the food. <laughs> We caught him, boys. We caught him. <laughs> the, food. the food. The <laughs> food. Okay. Um, no, I I think uh, out of any city I've been to in the world, which is like, I don't know, 10. I don't know how many cities I've been to. Um, Japan, on average, has the best food, just on average. If you walk into the average restaurant and just yeah. order the average thing, it's the best. And it's very rare to find bad food in Japan. Mm. Um, mm. Other than that, okay, there's there's the safety. You're always safe. I guess you're also oh, yeah. safe in Singapore. Safe is nice. Um, we have four seasons. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating, you know, 365 days a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, like, very good public transportation. Get anywhere in the city on a mm. train. Yep. easily yep. for cheap it's also relatively cheap in japan like yeah yeah rent and food all the costs are just like it, it used to be very expensive 10 15 20 years ago but it stayed the same and so relative to other countries today it's very cheap it's uh, livable it's, it's it's what a city kind of should be yeah i feel like I, I, i've been wanting since for a while actually but i didn't know where to say it now I have my chance. You have an audience. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> like, I think Japan, in a sense, has built a 
country or like a city, at least Tokyo, okay. where like even the most unremarkable of people, I don't know how wrong it is to say that, but okay. even they can sort of have a decent quality of life, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm pretty sure just based off of rent prices in Tokyo that anyone who works even a minimum wage job can afford yeah. their rent with no issues, can afford to eat like decent food because all food is pretty decent, mm. has access to trains for cheap, nice public parks, public services that work well, um, mm. and just like a decent life overall. And when I compare that to <clears throat> back home. Okay, that's where you were pointing. I yeah, was like, like, out my window. Bed? Over there. What do you mean? <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, like not to say that life's bad or anything in Canada, but there are certainly people who struggle to just pay their rent, eat, like afford food. Yeah. Even, yeah. Not that there are none in Japan, um, but like you need a car in order to live a decent life. That's very expensive, and yeah, yeah there's just a lot more like inequality in society in other countries, and I think Japan has done a very good job of ensuring that everyone sort of stays above the line they uh trim down the people that are too (laughs) what's the euphemism i forget Uh, yeah um i yeah i actually feel like japan is quite similar to like the nordic countries in that high quality of life is very attainable yeah right Yeah, yeah i think of i think of in canada the people that are really struggling and it's like their life is a struggle. You live a pretty bad life if you like, are struggling in North America. Like, oh, my bill payments, and then I have to like pay my finance my car, and then the mortgage is coming. Yeah. And then there, I pay for a parking ticket. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe people in Canada are just overall not as happy. I, I couldn't actually <sighs> see that today, especially with like how much the cost of living goes up in those countries compared to here. Mm, yeah it's valid yeah and so that's why i'm not going back okay (laughs) (laughs) oh shit you can't make me anyways um yeah i think it's funny because singapore is also very similar in that it's it's not that expensive to have a nice high quality of life but yeah the it's not humbleness i don't know what word i'm trying to find but like the greed for wanting more is much higher than japan because oh, yeah. people will just be like yeah. content with what they have, right? Yeah. Singapore people are people have what they need, but they're like, I want more. They're greedy mother <laughs> Yeah, they're they're more greedy, I would say. Yeah. Like, isn't more... it isn't it the five the five C's? C's, yeah, the five C's. So apparently, like Okay. They, they I asked my friend and they they learned this in school. Yeah, I think they like, do. Their school teacher taught them this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's credit card. Yeah. Condominium. Yeah. Car. Car. Yeah country club yes and what's the last c cow okay. for the indians i'm gonna google it right now yeah google it right now okay my laptop's kind of kind of loud <laughs> sorry i got i got a completely separate five c's i was investing cash car credit card condominium crunchy club so cash, you forgot cash. Cash, yeah, yeah I forgot cash. Okay. okay, that's like the same as a credit card. Yeah, but 
yeah, the five C's. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a materialistic, soulless country, sold out name of capitalism, the free market, and taking advantage of the common man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, in that same way, it 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 gives people who really who really have a like big drive. Mm. It gives them something to 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 look forward to, because there are those people in Singapore that like drive the fancy cars and like yeah. live in the nice condos. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're into that, you can totally climb the social ladder that way in Singapore. That's fine. Yeah, I think um, I think what Singapore does, in addition to just like relentless capitalism, though, <laughs> is that like more than like Hong Kong or the U.S., also very capitalistic countries with very little regulation and minimum wage. Mm. Um, There's no minimum wage in Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. It does not, it's not defined. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Is at least they, I don't know if, if you want those luxuries in life in Singapore, you have to pay a big tax on them. Yeah. And then what the government does is they refunnel that tax into like subsidizing housing, subsidizing food, for everyone on the other side. Yep. So at least they can do they do that for people, unlike yeah. some other countries where yeah, they leave you for to, dead. Yeah, to, to draw a better picture, like the way they raise money to fix the highways, create more like roads, everything like that, it's not taken from the general public. I mean, a tiny portion of the taxes that you pay do go towards the roads in Singapore. Yeah. But but the majority of the money comes from what they call a COE certificate, and basically that certificate can cost up to fifty to like two hundred thousand dollars, depending yeah. depending on the market price, because they don't want to sell so that many cars. So supply and demand, they make the COE more expensive. So the and COE so, is a thing you need to get a license or to drive. Yeah, it's yeah. it's what you have to buy alongside a car yeah. to actually use the car, and so. They tax heavily on the people that actually use the service. And so people that are just taking the metro and just walking and biking every day, they don't, yeah, their money isn't really going towards building more roads, fixing the highways, that sort of thing. So, yeah, because they don't use them. Yeah. What do you know when countries actually told the people who use the services? Yeah. Wow. But why not just sell it to a big corporation and then the oh. government gets a big mm. check, mm. you know? Mm. Genius. Can't think of a better idea. Mm. And you sell it for like 20 years. Uh, uh, no, it was 100 years. They sold Is it 100 years? They oh sold the highway in Canada God. for 100 years. But yeah, like in Canada, okay, this is becoming a rant at this point. <laughs> it's, it's the opposite where drivers get to drive on the road for free. No, no highways in the city are told. Mm-hmm. And they get subsidized, essentially, um, whereas people who take transit have to pay a bigger portion to like yeah. upkeep the transit than the drivers because it's free. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. It, it just kind of got me thinking how when I back, went back to Canada and I thought about the sushi that went up in like 35% in cost. And then I come back to Singapore and I take the bus and it cost me like 80 cents. I'm just like... The dollar gets me so much more in Singapore that it's just it's just better. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. 
And that was the day. I'm never moving back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I we'll don't know. See. Hey, at least we're, we're, we seem to be pretty happy here. Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Um. So who's to sell? Who's to tell you how to live your life? My my Singaporean friends. Uh, they they tell me about how like they hate the expats. Grade ten, they start learning like calc one, calc two. Yeah. 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 And like their lives just suck. Yeah. For the next three three years, four years. Yeah. And it's like it's really tough for Singaporean students. Yeah, it's crazy. For students in Singapore, how much math yeah. they cram into these curriculums in Asia? Yeah, it's insane. And it's funny because you do you do the standardized tests like at grade ten, so like a full two years before you actually need it to do it, and you just fail everything because you're you're <laughs> just starting on the standardized tests. Uh, I don't know. My friend was just telling me about that, and that was that was so funny. See, so the key to life is to grow up in North America. Get an education get there, okay, okay, and then move over to Asia. <laughs> you get to live a good life without any of the schooling trauma, right? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I mean, it's it's true. I feel like, especially in Japan too. I mean, like most of the Asian countries, dude, students just work their ass off. Yeah, I I had a very nice balanced childhood education growing up, and yeah, enjoyed a lot of it. Yeah, like. I screwed around in school until my marks needed to matter, and then, and then I started caring. And then you just dropped out. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And that's how you do it. Uh, yep. Thanks for listening to Far From Home podcast. You can catch us on all these streaming platforms like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.